0: on this week's episode of Third and Forever. can I discuss the latest news in what is known as the wildest NFL free agency ever. Some news makes one of us happy. Some news, not so much. All right, that's all. Welcome to this week's episode of Dirt Forever. Presented by 10,000 Takes. I'm your host, Adam Osdorio, as always by my co-host, Kevin o. Kevin, we said we're doing it every two weeks. We've now done it every week in the off-season, but there's good reason. We had some major news, lots of it. Um, yeah. One then- in particular hit you a little close to home. How, how, how are we doing? Yeah, so. It's been, some time. it's been It's been a hell of a week. It's been uh, like what, five days. Yeah, the, the last episode that we had dropped Thursday morning. Yeah. And- went to work on Thursday and did my whole normal shtick and then I got home and I was kind of tired and I was going to be watching some basketball and then the whole world ended um and I just kind of sat on the couch I went through all the stages of the grief in terms of like you know like oh this maybe it's not real and then you kind of work through it okay what happened so I I'm I'm all the way through it today, which is nice. Um, you know, five days later, whatever it is. Yeah. So, I mean, we can kind of get into it. The Packers trade Devonte Adams for a first and a second round pick. Yeah, the 22nd and 53rd overall pick, to be exact, in this year's draft, which is a pretty good haul for yeah. a wide receiver, uh, especially a guy that is in need of a new deal. Fun fact: Devontae Adams was the 53rd overall pick in 2014. Oh, this this 53rd overall <laughs> it could be Devontae Adams. Uh, yeah. So there's a Fresno state receiver in there. Yeah. No, I don't think so. <laughs> whoever the, whoever the <laughs> best the is. Even receiver if you do is. get him, he's going to have a, a pretty tough rookie year where he'll have some like drops. First two years. Yeah, first two yeah. years the yeah. fans will be like, cut his bum. Yeah, we don't want to get Devontae. Yeah. Yeah. So, but and, and I think the issue for me was that the story was kind of developing in real time and and looking at it now where we have all the information, it's a little bit, at first it was worse to hear the backstory of things, but now kind of you know, with the, with the perspective of hindsight, you can look back and say, this was not a tenable situation. And the Packers, it, it came out later, actually offered Devontae more money than the Raiders ended up signing him for. And he still wanted to be going. Yeah. And so right away, that's just a bit of a gut punch. Yeah. Um, <laughs> It's kind of the the Will Smith moment with his dad. Like, why don't he want me? Like, yeah. well, what's what's happening? But looking at it from a franchise perspective, he was going to be very very expensive to re-sign. He didn't want to play for the Packers. Period. He wanted to go not just somewhere else, but he wanted to go to the Raiders. Yeah, specifically. Them. Yeah, yeah, to go play with his old teammate. Derek Carr, and I'm sure he wants to go live in Vegas. I heard it's a better city than Green Bay. Yeah. Well, and then you know, no state income tax too. Yeah, there's there's a whole bunch of stuff going on, which there. we'll get into that. That that's a big factor later in it. Another move that happened actually today, but still in the budget. Yeah, but still, and so you know, he he had his destination already picked. The Packers had no leverage to like whatsoever in yeah. this situation, and they still got a first and a second form. Yeah. So when you look at it with that context. It's it's more palatable. It still bums me out. It is still sad. Um, I still wish I would have rather they resigned it. There's people out there trying to go revisionist history and say, well, I'm well, glad they didn't. Yes, yeah, that, that is what has been a massive trip I've seen on like NFL Twitter. Yeah, and, like, just popping up. You know, in any of the comments or the mentions in like any post about this, how you have you know most like most of it are Packer fans because that any post that involves a team yeah. is going to be their fans in there usually. And seeing the clear divide of certain fans being like, oh, like he turned his back on us. Like, screw him. I don't even like, you know, like, no, I'm good good riddance. And it's like, okay, all right. Well, we got to save that energy (laughs) for somebody else we're going to talk about in a minute. But yeah, and it's kind of like there's there's a coping mechanism and everybody kind of goes through it differently. And I don't wish Devontae Adams ill. You know, I'm still generally speaking a fan of his in in a neutral environment. And it sucks. At least we got something out of it. It has allowed us to kind of re-sign a couple, you know, lower-level guys that look like they might go somewhere else. And then also the the other wrinkle with with this situation is, and I, I was texting you right when it happened, and mm-hmm. I said I wouldn't be shocked if they trade Aaron Rodgers because there's no way that he would have come back had he known this was happening. Right. Which means he got blindsided again, which means they basically are telling him to fuck off. Yeah. With the front offices. And it turns out that based off the reporting, Rodgers knew the entire time that Devontae was basically going to force him. careful, out. careful though. Regarding Packers things, you have been on both sides of saying reporting is good and reporting is bad. So. Well, but this, we'll this hasn't, this hasn't but, been disputed. If yeah. There's one I, thing we know about Rodgers, he will dispute the reporting if it is at all inaccurate. Um, And and so, he knew that this was happening, and he decided to come back anyway, which is interesting, and it's kind of a little silver lining on the storm cloud of the situation where it's like, at least Rodgers looked at a Devontae Adams-less Packers and thought, I still want to play quarterback there. You know, I just, I, I can't wrap my brain around it at all, it's like... This is not even speaking as, like, a, obviously a rival of your team. Like, who the hell is he going to throw the ball to? I mean, Alan Lazard is receiver one right now. Yeah. And, and so he was healthy. He's healthy how many seasons? Never. So it's like, I, I just, obviously, yes, you have the draft. You have two first-round picks. and two second-round picks. And it's a very deep receiver class. But we've had deep receiver classes before, and that's never happened. So, yeah. We'll see. I don't know. Well, we'll see. Right now, the receiving core. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm sure I'm going to leave off a couple guys, but the the main names on it. You got Lazard. Yeah. For sure, back. You have Cobb, who took a pay cut to come back. You know, aging Randall Cobb. Yeah. And then, perhaps, I you know, I, suddenly we were joking about it before we started recording. Marquez Valdez Scantling is mm-hmm. kind of, uh, uh he, he's the pumpkin that turned into a carriage. Yeah. He, he's looking very very important to us he is, he's right now like the number one deep threat like field stretching receiver because too. that's the biggest thing that the Packers don't have right now is someone with speed but to be fair Devontae I wouldn't ever call him that I wouldn't call he's not like a field stretching no guy. but you can't have you can't be missing a superstar and a, yeah, that's the thing you don't have a guy that can take you know top off the defense to free up up you know the inside of the middle um I, like I said, you don't have any of that right now. So yeah. I, like, that's where I'm like, I don't know what happens now. Obviously, last year was all filled with Aaron Rodgers' speculation and is he coming back? Is he retiring? Is he, you know, what, all this kind of stuff. And we have another offseason where it's like, okay, it kind of got solved right away that Rodgers is coming back for now. Um, but now we're like, who's going to be with him on offense? Obviously, is it going to be, you know, you have A.J. Dillon and Aaron Jones. Yeah, But, but like, you're not going to sign Rodgers that deal just to hand it off thirty times a game. Well, and this this is all building up to this year's draft, where the Packers will without which, you can't question, question you well, know. without question, not draft a wide receiver <laughs> with either of their first round picks, or they'll trade up again, what I'm like a a and take somebody else. <laughs> and I will just cease on the spot. I will I will punch my ticket, and that that will be the end of Kevin. Because <laughs> I mean, if you don't take a receiver in the first round this year, I don't, I Dude, don't I, know I, what I, the. What imagine if they turn quarterback for their first round? There. Yeah, and they like no, <laughs> no, no. They package the picks <laughs> up to move, move up until like the second to get like Yeah, like oh no. And <laughs> the third overall, the Packers take Kenny Pickett. Like what? Yeah, I. So that's what this is all building to. That's yeah. that's the. Oh, this yeah, shit. Well, <laughs> we had lemonade. Now we have lemons. we got to go back to lemonade. I don't think, once it's turned to lemonade, I don't think you can make it lemons again. I think, all, I think it's hot, stuck. Up. Is the lemonade <laughs> didn't want to stay, so that the sugar <laughs> and the whatever goes into lemonade... <laughs> Where's that? What's Everdaris doing? Ever at Kumaro? Oh, yeah. He's going oh, no. around. He, he's stuck in Buffalo still. He, they're never going to get him because Rodgers said he might. People were talking about Devin Funches. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I remember you were excited for a little bit. It, it's, it's an interesting time to be a backer fan. Uh, but yeah, so Devontae mm-hmm. Adams did sign a five year, $140 million deal, which is $28 million average. Uh, which, and it's actually a three year deal for significantly less money because all anyone in the NFL cares about now is being able to say that they are the highest paid insert fucking position yeah. here. Um, but I mean, it's still, it's a lot of money, yeah. but he could have gotten more. I and mean, it, gu- it guarantees, you know, a, a good amount there, And it would have been at the time, it made him the highest paid receiver. We'll get to yeah. why he should. no longer is uh, how that lasted for a solid five days. Um, all right. Before we go into Viking stuff, something that actually did happen before uh, we talked about it a little bit last week, Sean Watson, unsure what would happen. Well, the, he decided, he goes, I actually want to be on the Browns now. And, and I can't imagine why he wants that. And the Browns uh, said, we want you to, so they traded, or the Texans traded to Sean Watson in the 2024 sixth round pick random, but yes, uh, traded to the Cleveland Browns for a, 2022, 2023, 2024 first rounder, Whoa. a 2023 third rounder, and a 2022 or and a 2022 and 2024 fourth rounder. Holy shit! I, I always love how they have to toss in like some weird day three picks just yeah, to like not, muddy the water. Two over. years down the road, here's a sixth round yeah. rounder. Like, <laughs> like like they just don't want it to be like Deshaun Watson equals this number of picks. They're and I'd be like, well, there was also a sixth. Yeah. What? No one cares, but yeah, this, I mean, <clears throat> and the other thing about this deal is that his first year, first season salary on the books is $1 million. So hypothetically, if he were to get suspended for, I don't know, 22 sexual assault allegations. um, it's not going to really hurt them. No, yeah. he would lose $1 million. Um, but yeah, so he what paired with this, they announced that he's going to be signing a five year 230 million dollar deal which is 46 million average doesn't make him the highest paid average but Um, hit hit him hit him with a but a twist but it's guaranteed but note it's not fully guaranteed so some of this could be voided if say he were suspended for i don't know maybe of the open 22 civil cases against sexual assault i don't know maybe it's also it's also a banner day for Cleveland charities, which is a really sad footnote to this story. But here we are. It's it's icky. I think we're both great kind for of, the Texans. Yeah, great for the Texans to get away from that. Great, we great for the Texans to get some return. Yeah, you, you, you capitalize on all those hits, though. That's the thing. Like yeah. getting picks is somewhat easy. Hitting them is a lot harder. Yeah, and so I think it's good for the Texans. It's good from a football perspective for the Browns. I think. I think we kind of just need to – I mean, you and I have been very clear on kind of what side of the Deshaun Watson saga that we are on. And Mm -hmm. I don't think that we really need to preface it that much more going forward. I mean, it's an icky situation. It's even here that he is making more money basically kind of indirectly off of his off-the-field issues. Yeah, it basically means like it doesn't really matter as long as you play the right position, you say the right things, and you're not criminally charged. That's basically what I take away. And it's like, that's great And there's no video. Because yeah. the NFL cares if there's a video. So Fine. unless it unless it doesn't matter as much, you know, it depends on what you actually do. Like, i.e. Kareem Hunt. Like, there yeah. was, like, hotel video. And he, hey, guess what team he's employed by? The Browns. So, and it's a bummer because, like, I really like Stefanski. I like what the Browns have kind of built that roster. And obviously what they were, dumpster fire for most of our lives. A long time. Um, and so I, I like what they're doing. It's like at what cost, though? That's where it's, I don't know. It, it's it's gross. It's kind of a messy situation. I'm glad he's in the AFC from a football standpoint. Well, that was interesting. That's the other part of it, is he was courting a bunch of NFC South teams and yeah. the Browns, and he it's ended up going to the Browns, the only AFC. Team. It's funny how the NFC South teams, not named the Buccaneers, all were like, Deshaun, please, once Brady... Announced he's unretired. That's probably the other reason I was mad at Brady was like we were about to have a whole division with just shit quarterbacks yeah. <laughs> across the board, just terrible. And one of them has to make the playoffs, and yeah. that would have been fun. But yeah, so that I mean that's news. It's you know it's an upgrade. It means Baker's got to go somewhere at some yeah, point. Yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> no, nothing has happened with Baker and G B G right now. It's like, and it's getting, it's, it's sad because. Like, no one wants him. Like that's really like the, the Fresh Prince of Bel Air, like me. i like, but no one, Why don't we want me, well, Like people are offering picks for Jimmy. I heard, but it's not. I think it was like two seconds. And Lynch was like, "No, I can give more." It's like I don't know if you can. Yeah, for I don't for Jimmy Garoppolo, but I don't know. So we'll we'll see. But those two guys are floating out there. Those are kind of the two big names at the moment yeah. uh, on the quarterback market. It's just kind of sad. Those are like the two left, but. It's yeah. been a wild, it's been a wild year. Um, all right, go to Vikings here because this happened next in chronological order. We mentioned last week that Zadarius Smith pulled a uh, uh, you <laughs> know a, a reverse Uno card, and <laughs> he said no to his Yelp. team that Yelp drafted him. Pocket sand, and <laughs> yeah. In their eyes <laughs> the team way. that drafted him, and he spent the first uh, four years of his career in Baltimore. He said, "I don't want to sign that deal." and he backed off. Granted, it came after he saw half of the deals of uh, Von mother. Miller yeah. and Chandler Jones came out. Um, so he was like, I could probably his team. try probably like, we can get more money. But he did. Um, he then visited the Vikings and then the next day, it was announced that he signed with the Vikings on a three-year, $42 million deal, which is $14 million average, worth up to $47 million in incentives. Um, personally, as a Viking fan, I, I'm i a fan of the signing. Uh, the idea of just bringing an experienced 3-4 outside linebacker to the team because we're shifting our scheme uh, with Donatelle. So I like that. Um, he has a history with Mike Pettin and Mike Smith, who are both on the Vikings roster. I saw a picture At- him with Pettin, and I was like, this, this is a gross. And and it, the, other guy was, uh, <laughs> the other guy with him was Mike Smith. He's an yeah. outside linebacker. So that's good to, to build that continuity with him there. Um, obviously the number one question is health because he did miss all but one game, I believe, last season. Um since yeah. he had back surgery. But looking at his injury history, he doesn't have one really. He's missed a total of six games in six seasons before that. So yeah, I I'm not super worried about him. It's more of we have a lot we have a lot of capital or a lot of cap, I should say. Invested into the edge essentially with Daniel Hunter restructuring. So he is staying put. Um, Daniel Hunter was a big part of this signing of why Zedarius wanted to come here. Another guy with back problems recently. Uh, It's neck. It's it's, Okay, spine. And and so that's, that's obviously the big question is if he's able to be healthy, which, you know, anything that we're privy to in the public, Points to yes. Then obviously it's great if they can remain healthy for most of the season. That automatically boosts us to having one of the best pass rushing duos in the NFL. Um, health is the number one question, obviously. So yeah, health is the number one question. I don't hate the dollar either. I don't hate the amount that it's for. Like I feel like it's. Fu- I feel like it's totally. It, it was. It was fairly reasonable in the context of edge rushers. Like we kind of talked about, there is some inherent risk, uh from a health perspective and. I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you guys some advice right here. You better make him a fucking captain or he will freak out and he will go to the Bears next year. Because apparently that's all it takes with Zedarius to to just kind of write you off forever and you know put the eyeball emojis out there for an entire season, come back for one game, get like a sack and then leave and go to a division rival. So here's my issue. I I didn't mind us walking away from Zedarius. I expected it. And I think the pressure I think was a smarter signing to retain given the the health issues and just kind of overall play in the defense. I feel kind of disappointed in Zadarius. <laughs> it's like, like it's like when you have a messy breakup and the other person they start dating someone just to make you mad, and it's like, like you're trying too hard. Like he he tweeted out or put on Instagram or something a picture of him. It was the one with with and and he was signed yeah. the thing, and it, the caption was something like, "Feels feels to finally be home." Yeah, feels to, to be, finally be finally, finally be home. Yeah, this dude wasn't born in Minnesota. So. He's like never been to Minnesota outside of being well, on the Packers. I think I I think this is where I'm gonna have to tell you, you know, he was a Raven first. He was a Raven most. No, I know. So I feel like that I could I yeah. could say like that could be maybe, maybe a shot more at them. Like and, like and I'm not saying that, 'cause that like, was a big thing he did say. Like since he got there, like I don't know. He I, and it's something like he, you know, obviously interviewed and spoke a lot with on Quasey and um obviously all the defensive coaches as well as Kevin O'Connell. And so that was a big thing that he said in his press conference was he was immediately drawn to the people here. Um and so like I don't I, I saw that and I knew I was like, <laughs> that is Holy shit, that's going to make some people very upset. It's, it's just trolling. You yeah, know? Well, mean, like, that's, it's pure and simple trolling, uh, and it's his right to do that. Like, whatever, I'm not going to tell him he can't do it. Lord knows, you yeah, know, uh, the pot the kettle there. But by the way, him and Daniil Hunter, or Daniil Hunter is paying on average $14.4 million. he gets $14 million. That makes them the 18th and 19th highest paid edge rushers. Yeah, I think, yeah, guys, that's, that's unbelievable. That's reasonable. Um, like, I mean, we have certain guys that are up there that. You know like Harold Landry who we yeah. didn't know who that was really like he is like top ten. So yeah well and, and here's here's the thing that I'll say about Sedarius. He's he's a talented guy and all that stuff. I'm not I, you know I and I don't like hate him now. I'm just kind of looking at him going like what are you doing? But he knows how to ingratiate himself to a fan base, to a new fan base. Yeah. When he became a Packer he's got a big personality mm-hmm. he kind of says the right stuff and he he makes himself known and he usually gets a warm welcome and before he signed but after his kind of meeting with the vikings he tweeted out meet at the quarterback yeah, what or he, leaders. yeah which i'm told is a phrase that you guys say or something yeah i I'm, it's amazing you blocked it out because <laughs> you probably don't you you know any packer history book you skip through the 60s and 70s like the end of those because they don't even include them yeah because it's like oh like the like yeah. pages go from like <laughs> six to like 40 Yeah. you just keep uh, now, go, now. all right. Like and then they, and then Brett Favre, <laughs> and, yeah. But so and so he he tweeted that thing out, and it's kind of it, it's very in character, yeah. and it got Vikings Twitter and Vikings fans in general all up in their feels about it. And I just want to I just want to let you know, it's going to come crashing down. See, at some point, and he's going <laughs> to to decide in like probably one to two years. That he hates you guys, and that he wants to go somewhere else. He has, like I said, a big personality. He he has an ego, honestly, and it's you know it's somewhat deserved. But the, the it's I, not going to last. The thing that I will note is when he went to Green Bay, he obviously was that was the first year of the Smith brothers, and he I mean he became your team's best pass rusher. Yeah, for two years he would have been for three had he not missed all last year. Yeah, and he's not coming into that situation with the Vikings if Daniels on the field. That's my whole point. Is where I I I like the situation where he's not he doesn't have to be like unbelievable world-beating world game-ending player. As long as he's a complementary player, yeah, like that's all he needs to do. I'm not saying he doesn't have to match the production that he had, but. I don't think it's out unreasonable to him to get that just because of the attention that Daniil already commands. And he plays a different position where he roams around. He's not just on, you know, the right side of the offensive line, like Daniil Hunter usually is, mm-hmm. you know, he gets, he moves around plays, you know, the Packers had a, a defensive play where it was like, you know, I, I can't remember the name of it, but basically it was code for, all right, Zedarius just go wreck shit. Like he just yeah. went around and he found wherever it looked. To be like the weak spot, and that's yeah. where he attacked. And, like, it, that's what he's gonna, gonna do. Yeah. So, like, that's that's what I'm excited for. I mean, it's it's a completely different scheme that we're having. So, he you know. he also can't stop the run for shit. So, I'm not sure what you guys are gonna do about that this year Eric, that was last year. It, that's our, our linebacker. The guy is a tackling machine with Eric Kendricks. Oh, that's fine. Hmm. And also, also Harrison Phillips. Is, is Bar going? That that's where it's. Coesy uh, had a on a press conference today. He said that. Though it was after the situation, he said it was, he was the most like telling that it, oh he's probably gone. Um, he was like cagey about just it. Just because, well, he said like the situation is you know it, it, that one's definitely a little bit trick is tricky or you know a lot of moving pieces yeah. with that. So it was very like kind of you know politician answer being like yeah. not. Well, I mean Anthony Barr, noted bad person, that doesn't shock me. Um, but with the signing of Zadarius, it all but confirms that he's gone just because. I, especially with the signing of Hicks, I don't see him being a coverage linebacker. No. Um and so I just yeah, I think he's probably his foreground version. For sure. Um so yeah, like I said, I'm happy about the signing. Um that's a real monkey's paw for me. Like Anthony Barr leaves the Vikings. And like the paw curls yeah. in Zenarius Smith signs ah. his contract. Like, Shit, it's another fifty-five, damn it. <laughs> no. Um so I yeah, I'm excited. I mean, I listened to the a press conference, he is saying all the right things, but he's a charismatic guy, yeah. Um, so he's not speaking of, of Vikings news before going on ex Vikings news. I alluded to this before we started recording that I saw something happen on Twitter. Oh, dear, my favorite Viking, or as you would call him, my favorite Viking, Adam. No, 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 I'm th- I'm speaking very Dakota, Dakota <gasps> Dozier. Where, where? I signed a one year deal. The Chicago Bears. Oh my god, they were <laughs> in the fucking Packers no, for a second. No. The look in your eyes that was like no. the I know something you don't know. And I I, I, I never felt my heart feel <laughs> Like, no. No. <laughs> no, you no, like, that's that's funny. Exactly. I like Bears. Yeah. That's no, so great. See everyone in the comments, like Bears has like like tagging their Vikings friends like, yo, like, is he good? Is he like you see people's like comments as Vikings fans? Just laying into it, just laughing it because <laughs> like <laughs> you know, their fans all off season have been like, "Oh, we got your number one GM pick," and Ryan Poles, who's done jack shit uh, so far, and I, it's just, it's just great that you know they're stuck with Dakota Dozier. Um, I'm glad he's still around. I'm glad he's yeah, LA's still flying. So close close can can see some action, yeah. You know. Maybe I'll get a jersey. Who knows? And the way they, they tweeted about it, they were like. We got ourselves a, uh, a fourth-string guard. <laughs> <laughs> the, the Bears announced that, like, got ourselves a bulldozer. We have signed oh, no. bulldozer 78 to a one-year contract. It's like, oh, no. That's no. not good. You got yourselves a bobcat. Um, all right. Other NFL news. Two more to hit. Matt Ryan. Uh, long yeah. time Atlanta Falcon. I think he might be the last of the 28 to 3 on the roster. There's been a lot of turnover there. I think most of them retired on the spot. So, yeah, um, probably. So, Matt Ryan was traded. The, so, keep in mind, the Falcons were courting Deshaun Watson. They wanted him really bad, and it seemed like they're the front runner. And then last second, they blew the lead. Which, which, which why were they? Like, was it just money? Because they, they have a terrible. Football. Money Football. and picks and everything they were putting up. I mean, Because everyone that was courting him, the 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 Saints, I think Panthers were at one point, Falcons, Browns, they all had trade packages that the Texans would have agreed to in order to start talking. to Deshaun Deshaun had his no trade clause. Yeah, I don't uh, know. um, So the Falcons blew it, Deshaun Watson. So they decided to trade because at this point Matt Ryan was justifiably upset or like, this is you know, okay. <laughs> well, what looks the like, hell, guys? It's like my time here is done. Yeah. So they traded Matt Ryan to the Indianapolis Colts for a 20, third rounder. So a guy of this caliber of bag of chips. Yep. Um, and the kicker here is this trade caused Atlanta to have a $40.525 million dollar dead cap yeah. hit for this season. They are paying him basically forty and a half million dollars to not be on their team. Um, Welcome back to how bad teams stay bad. Like, what is their plan? That, that that, there isn't one. Marcus Mariota has been in talks to visit the team, so I guess he's going to be their quarterback. I think he signed now. I think, he they, did. I think he they, did. they. He He signed it, yeah. Okay, because I know he has history with Arthur Smith, which Tennessee. also cost them some sort of conditional pick. It, it, you know, the way that the the, the the compensatory picks work out. It also yeah. costed them a day three pick, which it, for a bridge quarterback that isn't anything special, it, it, it's just, it's not good. No. The, the the Falcons are kind of a horribly mismanaged team. They're, they're currently, um, according to overthecap.com, the salary cap, base salary cap for this year for the NFL is 208.2 or 208.2 two million dollars the falcons currently have minus 4.462 million in cap space and effective cap space because they have to you, every team has to keep over a certain amount for the rookie cup class so they have negative 10.67 million dollars in cap space right now uh they're only spending 150 and a half so they have almost sixty-three mil, or sixty two million dollars in dead cap. It's useless. It's just not being used. It's not a great way to run a football team. It's so bad. Like I I don't I don't understand what they're doing. Um great for the Colts to give them a yeah, I was gonna say let's let's get the Colts a little shiny here. Give them a this, solid, stable starter for them to focus on their run game and defense. Yeah. And this not is a Carson Wentz plus, yeah. you know, yeah. like it's the same kind of thing. Should go a little bit better. And good for Matt Ryan. Because yeah. I I had nothing bad to say about Matt Ryan. He seems like a nice guy. Uh, you know, he's a Matt. He knows Matt McFleur. It's just this collection of Mats that all know each other. and And he's been just shackled to the Falcons his entire career. And it went well for a little bit there. But it's been really bad for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. I just... I don't know what's gonna happen because it's like they don't with the Colts or with the Colts? No, I'm sorry with the like with with, with with I think the Colts have a legitimate shot now to yeah to like, vision next year yeah the Colts I I think are gonna be fine I I'm I'm still I'm I'm just still dumbfounded by the Falcons I don't know I, I people are paid to manage teams and to run teams and they're just like yep this is the right decision I just don't understand that yeah I I don't know Colts. The only competition they're going to have is the Titans because Davis Mills ain't going to do it with that Texans roster. Uh, the Jags, Jags, I, I, don't know, they've spent a lot, lot of money there, on it. Like B and C tier players. Yeah, the, the Jags are weird because they're like the island of like okay toys. Yeah, Christian like, <laughs> like, Kirk sure but like is he number one? No. Is yeah. He number one? No. Yeah, they, like in Madden, like everyone they've got is between like a seventy-seven and like. Two, yeah. Yeah. which is like they're all right. The problem is though, like I feel like, sorry for this, but oh Christian Kirk and Zay Jones are probably receivers one and two on the Packers. Maybe receivers, De- one definitely and Kirk, uh, Zay Jones, Zay, has a very limited. Zay, Zay Jones, Zay Jones could fill in with MBS. Teams. Yeah, he'd be MBS. Teams. Yeah, and we're still sitting here, and I'm still trying to figure out which of these old washed up corpses at wide receiver, <laughs> the Julios and the. I guess OBJs. A, yeah, the OBJs. If you guys sign OBJ, oh, do we oh. have a lot, a lot of history here on this pod. You know uh, what? If we sign OBJ, it's... I'm not walking it back. <laughs> he's, he's, fucking, he's fucking washed. You see his ACL tear in the Super Bowl, I and mean, what a loser. See, you're trying to do what happened with Tom Brady. I don't think it's going to walk that way. No, I only pick fights with excellent players, oh. and that is not Odell Beckham Jr. He's not worth a rivalry with me. This is all based on me having him for like three weeks fast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like the smallest slate I could have. Oh god. Um all right. Last one. Happened today. We Happened recording today. Yeah. Uh, uh I first saw the reports that came out from like Schefter and exactly. stuff. Oh, is that, like it 30. Yeah, where they're like, oh, looks like Tyreek Hill has been his team has been given approval, permission, permission yeah. to seek a trade because stall like contract extensions have stalled. And I'm like, oh, wow. that's weird. I don't think nothing will happen from that. Yeah. Something fucking happened from that. Like an uh, hour later. <laughs> the Chiefs trade Tyree Kill to the Miami Dolphins for a for the 29th and 50th overall picks. Um, in this year's draft, as well as a fourth rounder in 2022 and a fourth and sixth rounder in 2023. They also then signed him to a four year, $120 million deal, 30 million on average, makes him the highest paid receiver in football. And also I think just the highest paid, like non-quarterback, yeah. um, with 72.2 million guarantee. Uh, why, uh, why? Don't know, like Tyreek. Do you know who throws the ball in Miami? And it, he is not named Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> I just, you are, you have currently the <laughs> great. Like it's all about the money. It is. It is like that. Oh, like I made a comment. I was talking with a friend of the pod, Christian, about it, and he was a Dolphins fan, and it's like. You know, when you see all the the memes or the, the posts from PFF, they have some reason, cold taste to think about it. It's like, their common tweets they always do. Who's stopping this offense? They do it like every year. This it's offense a offense, multiple players. Yeah, it's yeah. like, who's stopping this offense? And they do it all the time. And usually every offense that they show, gets stopped. Yeah, um, Most well, offenses they, do. They show this. And, you know, because the, the Dolphins have been out of the U.S. betting spree. You got Chase Edmonds. Yep. Uh, they signed Teron, uh, Teron Armstead. Mm. That's great for them. Uh, but then, you know, they are sitting there with uh, Jalen Waddle now, Tyree Kill, Mike Kosicki, Chase Edmonds. Great. But then they have Tua. Um, I'm not saying he's bad, but you have a Corvette with a slug bug engine. Yeah, yeah it's just you, you don't. I, you don't. There's so many unknowns. Like, is he gonna be actually good? Like, if he if he is bad this year with Mike McDaniel, an offensive coach, because we've been told, oh, it's the defensive minded coach that's holding him back. Okay, yeah. oh, it's the weapons that's holding him back. Okay, those have been solved. He has no excuses. I I just don't understand why. Like, Tyree Hill clearly is like, I got my Super Bowl. That's all I care about. Yeah, I just want to make as much money as possible. The income, or tax income. Uh, free State. Yep. And, which was a big part of it. Which was a big part of it because, like, the, the talks were between first of all, the talks are between the Dolphins and the Jets. Like, what the shit? What a fucking <laughs> choice. Like, because, well, I, I, like, clearly, he goes in that division. The Dolphins are not going to be the, the best team in that division. That's the Bills. They're probably not going to be the second best team in that division. That's probably the Patriots. They might be fourth depending on what happens with all these young players the Jets have in a couple of years. Yeah. I don't know. Like what, what's the plan with football? I don't understand. It's weird that it was those two teams. I know You know, we talked at the top of the show about Devontae Adams, departure. And there was a small part of me that for one second pondered, you know, when when the news broke that he was seeking a trade and I kind of thought, what would it look like to have Tyree kill on the Packers? And then I thought, there's absolutely no way it wouldn't make sense from a a, a team management perspective to trade Devonte for a bunch of picks and then give up a bunch of picks to get tired. it just it wouldn't make sense and third has some some shoes yeah. charactery things that I wouldn't be crazy about here. so I mean I, I I shut that down in my brain which I'm glad I didn't like latch on to that. that would have been a devastating thing to happen today I guess it only would have been like an hour uh, and then I I would have I would have known that it wasn't happening. I it was enough time for everybody to make their like photoshops and their like crazy tweets. And then he signed with the Dolphins. Yeah. And so I mean the Dolphins offense is gonna be potent if Tua is even competent. I think this is gonna be the make or break season uh for Tua. Yeah. And if he doesn't do so hot, he, he's fucking out. You know, he's gonna go the way of like the Josh Rosens of the world. But I yeah, guess I Josh Rosen only got like him. 10 seconds to actually try to be. Yeah, and it's hard because like two uh so everyone always talks about it's like, oh we had a great completion percentage or more, things like that. But like in two years, he has twenty-three games played, twenty-one starts, he has a thirteen and eight quarterback win record. Yeah. I'm gonna even give that the you know airtime here. Um he's completed sixty six. Dustin 2, Baker's about to just smash through the wall at the sea wave man. Sixty six point two percent completion percentage on Four thousand four hundred sixty-seven yards for six point six average per pass. Uh, Twenty-seven touchdowns, fifteen receptions for an eighty
1: point eight. How many
0: touchdowns does he have per letter of of name? Uh, like his first name? Um Tua only yeah. like three two, yeah two So is he like nine per letter? I, yeah, think? I guess that's yeah. pretty good. That's pretty good. I yeah. don't think it's ever measured that way. <laughs> um, but so I I just. Uh, I just cannot fathom. I mean, I have been very, very, very public with my appreciation of Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes, and like I just, it just doesn't make sense. You, point. you need to what? Well, what you need to do is you need to start bashing Tua. Like very, you already started, but you need to continue yeah. bashing Tua very publicly on Twitter. Okay. Eventually, you will attract the ire of Tua non, yeah. and they will tell you why Tua is actually good. There okay. is a group out there that is actually refers to themselves. As oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe I'll do that. I don't know. Maybe we'll have one of them on. They'll wear they'll wear like the the V's for vendetta. Oh masks. yeah. But yeah. like spray painted dolphins colors or yeah. something. Yeah. Um so I guess my question is like, where do the Chiefs go from here? Like mean, how do they fill Tyreek's room? Because that obviously does leave a void. Like, I mean juju is juice Because they did they added him. I mean they <laughs> still have, according to over the cap, he sell twenty-three million dollars in cap space. Um I don't know what's going to happen with that, but like, I only have one message for the Chiefs: stay away from fucking MBS. So yeah, like that's something very important. Are to they going to have? Is Nico Hardman going to jump into that hole? Um, guys, yeah, I mean he he is like level arguably level. faster. Like that's the thing. Yeah, like, they, like they're but really they look close like, similar, but there's things that like Tyreek does obviously. Yeah. But, but we've had periods, you know, a couple games here and there where we got to see the offense without Hill. And Pringle and Hartman have never Pringle, impressed. Pringle's people. gone. Pringle went to. Uh, oh, he went to the Bears, did yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. He got signed by the Bears. Wow, another another excellent signing. Yeah. Guys. There you go. So uh, good. So it's either like Nicole, I mean MBS, who is currently visiting or was visiting with them, mm-hmm. and he does fit the Chiefs' wide receiver mo, which is fast. Yeah. So, um, and then I, I think personally, most likely through the draft. I see them going after a guy like Jameson Williams or something or I see them picking whoever the Packers choose not to pick, their first <laughs> pick, it would have been great, and he'll become a superstar. And I I hate that I'm getting pre-mad about this. It's not I can't afford to be mad about the draft already. Yeah. There's no optimism. It's just straight to like upset, pre pre-upset. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so yeah i don't i don't know i mean they, they can because i believe they have what the 29th and 30th so like yeah because yeah, like i cause they got the 29th and yeah and they already had the 30th so i think they can probably package that up if they want to move up and grab if they like any of the Ohio state guys Garrett wilson Olave. um i i just i i don't know i we know their mo is with the receivers i would not be surprised if see you're very in the lead here, though. They got Josh Gordon. Yeah, yeah. He's still on the team. I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I assume so. I think he's still. There. He's not anywhere else. I would have gotten a
1: notification uh, about
0: it for fantasy football purposes. Take you up for five <laughs> seconds, dropping. Uh yeah. So I think, I think that's all I got. Yeah, uh, I think that's that's everything. Now, granted, when. This podcast comes out on Thursday, the 24th. Right? Great news. Yeah, my, I guess my third favorite Packer will probably leave, which would be, tell shit. <sighs> Who's your first? I don't know, actually, actually. Yeah, Rogers, Devontae, like, De- J- Devontae, Jair, oh, very well might be like Bakhtiari, Bakhtiari's up there, Jair's up there. Um. Uh, uh, I love I love me recently some Campbell, but that's that that's not on the same level because only been one year. Uh, Amari Rogers is really close to my heart. I don't no, think that's fantastic. true. I think you're just trying to get him to go away. Like Aaron Jones. Yeah. If I list everyone, then they can't trade. Then as long as I kind of jinx multiple guys, it won't come back. Yeah. Yeah. Um, one last note. Uh, I did see that Tom Palosero tweeted out that. In since March has happened, since 3-8, March 8th, uh, till today, which is the 23rd, that is a 16, 16 days, there have been nine trades that have happened. And of those nine trades, it has been Russell Wilson, Carson Wentz, Khalil Mack, Amari Cooper, Yannick Ngakwe, Devontae Adams, Deshaun Watson, Matt Ryan, and Tyree Kill. There are 39 combined Sheesh. Pro Bowls between those nine players. Like in in the last five days, we always talk about how boring the NFL offseason is, but it's like this is this has been absurd. It's nonstop. It's beating the shit out of us. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it's nonstop. And like March Madness is happening right now, and I'm like, I just this is the time. This is March Madness. Yeah, the (laughs) NFL (laughs) offseason has taken the mantle of March Madness. I just, I just want to look at look at that. Watch watch college basketball. Give me a break. I, need, I, I mean, in the last five days, the number one and two, whatever order you want to put them in, wide receivers, you know, for like fantasy football last year, the five day window, both got traded unexpectedly. Yeah. Like we are in uncharted territory in terms of how volatile the we well, get. To be fair, we knew the Devonte things like would come maybe up again this summer. Well, we knew we, we, something would like, happen with him, like, like July, July or August. A consensus. Tyreek Hill was out of nowhere. Yeah, and Tyreek Hill happened in an hour. Yeah. Literally Ugh. in one hour, so I don't. It, I guess. I mean, I'm a little biased because one of them recapped uh, my team pretty good, but I do like the volatility. Yeah, I don't. I don't specifically like it right now. Yeah, no. We were we were talking about it's like, this. This has been a. I've enjoyed this off season like a good amount. I haven't had anything like. God, it really sucks. Uh, I mean, I, I just had the one, the closest I think literally was like Tyree Hill leaving, just because like I just love watching him and Patrick Mahomes play. Oh yeah, you're you're like you're like twenty percent Chiefs fan. Yeah, like, like I just I just really enjoy watching. And the and i want to tell you something. What, Chiefs are gonna get like third place in that division. You're calling it right now. Wow. Yeah, you are buying big on one of those teams. Yeah, two of those really. I mean, I just. Every year, I think the Chargers are going to get good, and every year, they're not. So it's, it's like Gonzaga in the tournament. I'm just going to keep going back to that well, and eventually, it has to happen, right? Yeah, but the problem is your other picks are so bad, Kevin. It doesn't matter if you Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, it's, you're way behind, yeah. No, no well, well, if we're going to talk about March Madness, <laughs> yeah. yeah that's, I, I thought, I'm like, you know what? My bracket's going to be so good. I'm going to enter the same one in three different places, and I did that. I really, I, I really I bit me in the ass. <laughs> That whole not watching college I just basketball. Think it's, I just think it's win. Oh I know. I, I tried to watch a little bit of the conference tournaments, but I was just like, ah, there's so many like, things I'm like, i I should have known. Like, damn it. Providence is actually good. Yeah. Fuck. No. I might do the mascot bracket next year and just go full fucking. Richmond just wins it all. Yeah. The, the terrifying fighters. And, and the Northrop They are a fucking mascot. I love it. It's I love it. He's got the four arms bad. Bouncing, bad. bouncing around. It's cool, oh, it's so cool. Uh, um all right. That's all I got. Yeah. Now that we're talking about the NCAA tournament on uh, an NFL podcast. Which, which it is. It's happening right now. You're listening to this on Thursday, which thank you for still listening to NFL content. And if you're a Badger fan, yes, Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> great. Uh, you guys should make, like, several threes. Yeah. Uh, go St. Peter's. Um, yeah, fighting Peacock for America. Everyone's a Peacock fan. Diehard Peacock I, fan. I like how they have to be the fighting Because yeah. otherwise it's like, a, what are you like? And also the guy... Like, oh, uh, Doug, no, just sign an NIL with Buffalo Wild Wings. I mean, which is great. Why wouldn't you? Yeah, be? yeah. <laughs> that, that's the least shocking thing to stock up massively for him. Um, all right, thanks for listening to our episode of Third Forever. So, my 10,000 takes go to their website at 10ktakesmn.com. Find them on Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram. You just search 10ktakes, you also find us on Twitter and TikTok at third underscore forever 10k. Where we post our episodes each week, as well as clips on the episodes, links to the episodes, memes, content, jokes, reactions, whatever you want, NFL related. You can also find me and Kevin uh, on there, our own social pages, where we're a little more active, a little more biased, a little more personal, a little more emotional um, as the offseason goes on, as well as in the next year. Um, as always, I'm your host, your host Kevin. Yes. Please. Or do this.